Hey there, Justin here. Just wanted to record this um, video this morning and uh, talk to you guys uh, regarding some of my experiences with helping students make a decision to do jujitsu. And this comes from my experience with working with multiple gyms and posing myself. And one of the things that I see happen all the time, especially when uh, students first come into the gym and uh, try out a class. Right away, you feel their anxiety and their nervousness, and it's coming from a place of uncertainty. And because of this, usually the first class uh, for these students, as many of you professors will confirm, a lot of these students have a ton of ego that they are carrying with them with their uh with their roles so especially when you see them uh do the movements they're very stiff they're very uh, anxious they're very wary uh and it's good to really it's really great actually to recognize this and see it for what it is it is um you can see that they came there for a reason. There's something missing. There's a lot of ego with these students because it stems from a lot of the insecurity. And when they come into the class, when they finally come to their appointment, it's a point in their life um, where they feel that they can now confront themselves and do something, do something better. There's a reason why these students uh, are clicking on the ad, scheduling their appointment, driving themselves all the way to the gym, and then doing an intro class. They're looking for something. And that something is, is the desire to be confident, the desire to be more fit, the desire to be able to achieve things that they, may, they think they might not be capable of achieving but the catalyst of that may be you and how you take care of them and how you show them the art, how you show them jujitsu, because this is all those students need. And each and every single time, most of the time, if uh, the class went well, they understand the premise, they have expectations, they have the right expectations. What usually happens is they do sign. And you just need to lead them there to make a decision for themselves because they also need help with that. Many people just don't know how to decide. And many people give out their power to external, external forces. I don't want to sound too woo-woo right now. Bear with me. And I'll talk to you. I'll talk about these external forces. So there's a psychologist named Dr. Ellis, and he talks about how people how people think through their uh, decisions and people usually give their power again to external forces and this comes in many different ways so it comes in three ways actually three ways first they blame their circumstances and then they blame others and then they blame themselves finally and it's like peeling an onion of insecurities 
so that you can get to the main core. And that main core is the person in power that's going to be able to make a decision. So the first thing uh, is circumstance. A lot of people blame their um, financial situation. They say, you know, $200 per month is too much for me. $300 per month is too much for me. And you need to think about what they're saying. Too much, too much, too much is very relative. Too much to what? Compared to what? But when you go in jujitsu, yes, there's, you get so much, you get culture, you get brotherhood, you get more confident, you get more fit. And these become, these are just byproducts of doing the sport. And a lot of people don't understand this. Uh, so you need to really help them see it. But going back again to the point where when people say, I don't have, I don't have the money for this. Well, people, you need to help them realize that they came in there for a reason. So before you ask them for the sale and ask them to join, you first need to be very clear with what their goal is, what their motive is for being there. Because that's really what's going to help you make them, a make them uh, help them make a decision. And the goal here is not for them to say, yes, I want to do jujitsu. The goal here is for you, the professor, or whoever's closing it, to be able to do your job, which is coaching. You are coaching these people to a better life through jujitsu. And that's your first job is just to coach them. And a way you can do that is to help, um, is, for, is for you to help them gain that power back. So what I mean by power is for them to decide for themselves whether or not this is good. So not necessarily for them to purchase a membership, but for them to make a decision on the spot, whether, or whether they will join jujitsu or no, this is not for them. When people say maybe or put it off to another day, what they're doing is they're making a decision not to decide. And that is worse than saying yes or saying no, because now you're undecided. There's a, there's a, there's something you started that you need to now finish instead of finishing it right away. So when, when students blame uh, their, for example, financial situation, you can go ahead and ask them if all this does is get you fit, is it worth it? If all this does is get you more confident, is it worth it? And they may look at you and say, yeah, if all this does is get me fit, it might be worth it. And again, price is very relative. Like um, exp Expensive is very relative. Um, another example uh, would be if I were to give you a Ferrari, a, a $300,000 car, if I told you that you can have that car for $10,000, you will surely be able to find the money because you know the value of the car far exceeds what I'm asking for. It's like jujitsu. How much is your fitness worth? How much is your health worth? So you need to help these people make a decision. So in terms of financial, when they say it's too expensive for them, usually what it means is 
I don't see the value in this. I don't understand why this is so expensive, so expensive. I don't understand why the price is this way. So th these are the things that they are trying to tell you, but they don't know how to communicate it just because people are horrible at interpreting their thoughts and feelings into words. There's something that gets lost in translation and then it comes out with filters of insecurity saying, yes, I just, I just can't, this is too expensive. I can't afford it. This is not for me. Is that what, that's, that's what they're saying. So they blame their circumstances. Next, um, they may even say, they may, they may blame others. So an example of this is when you're, when you are asking someone, Hey, like, uh, you know, you want to get started today. And what they say is, Oh, I got to ask my wife. I got to ask this person i gotta ask somebody to to see if i can start usually if it's uh usually a lot of the people that are coming in are grown men um and they're what they say is oh i have to i have to ask my wife uh and see if this is uh if, th if this will work for me um if she would agree and a lot of people what they're doing is they're giving their power to somebody else and again, what I mean by power is the, the, the power to make a decision themselves. They're giving it to somebody else when you know for a fact they have full capability to make this decision themselves. So when they, when they say, oh, I have to ask my wife, one of the ways where you can help them make a decision is by asking them, oh, what would your wife object to? If your wife was to uh, see this, um, what do you think she wouldn't like? What's her objections? And then they would go on and try to tell you. And then you can also ask them, does your wife know about your current goal and fitness situation? Would she support you doing this activity? Does she know that you being fat or you being unhealthy is making you unhappy right now? And would she prevent you from solving this problem that you're trying to solve? The reason you went over here, booked an appointment, tried an intro class, you drove all the way here, you've already put in so much effort and you're very close to finally making a decision to do better for yourself and you're giving your power to uh, someone else. So that's really what's happening. So I know this sounds very confrontational and it should because that's your job as a coach. You're supposed to help them confront themselves with their current situation. Being the nice guy isn't the most optimal thing for somebody who needs someone to tell them to straighten up and tell them this is what you need to do in order for you to achieve what you want to achieve. Because you know exactly what it takes. You're a, prof you're a professor. You teach this to students who want to make a change in their lives and you've seen transformations right in front of your eyes. So you know for a fact that it works. So if their goal is to become healthier, to become fitter, and that you, if you see that they are a fit to do jujitsu, then definitely go ahead and push and be confrontational. It's okay because these people are looking for a coach. What coaching is, is what people are looking for when 
Uh, they're looking for coaching. So they're just looking for somebody to tell them that they can achieve what they, what they are desiring to achieve. They're just looking for somebody who really believes in them. And being the nice guy and telling them that that's okay to put this off to another day, it's not, it's not, it's not the best thing that you can do as a coach. So when they blame others, for, uh, when they blame others and give their powers to anybody else so that they can, be, they can make a decision, you need to see that as them giving their power to literally somebody else. You need to see that, see that uh, as them not wanting to take responsibility for the action they're about to take because they may be scared that they can fail. So you need to give them that assurance that they're not going to fail, that you're going to be there with them and you're going to help them guide, you're going to help guide them through this new journey that they're trying to start. And another point here is you need to... You need to know that what these people are doing is they're trying to change themselves. When you're trying to change your, uh, yourself, what you're doing is you're trying to change your identity. When you, when you want to adopt a new identity, you will start having new priorities or a new priority. And when you have a new priority, you tend to vote with your dollars towards that new priority, towards that new self. Alex Ramosi gave a great example of this. He talks about uh, a time where he went to Sephora with his wife, a makeup, uh, a makeup place. And he saw these um, girls uh, talking to uh, a salesperson there. And this lady told these girls that, hey, so you're becoming a woman now. And because you're becoming a woman now, women buy makeup. So you need to start saving for these things in order for you to get what you want. And the girls were just so thrilled and uh, happy because they're adopting this new identity as a woman. And uh, what, what this proves is that we definitely will vote using our dollars towards the, I, towards the identity we're looking to adapt or the identity we wanna be. You're essentially peeling the onion now and trying to figure out and trying to uh, help them figure out that they have the power to make this decision themselves. So now uh, you can help them uh, stop blaming their circumstances, which is uh, always comes uh, through financial or um, many different things. It manifests in many different ways. Um, now they can stop blaming others, um, you know, uh, blaming their wife, blaming their work, blaming something. Uh, because you need to help them realize if they're trying to hit this goal, what they're trying to do is try, they're trying to shift their identity. And if they're trying to shift their identity, they need new priorities, which means they need to create new habits. So all these excuses should go out the door. And now there's nobody else to confront but themselves. Right? And right when you get to the part where they are where they can start confronting themselves um a lot of the objections that they tell you is oh i don't i, I don't make fast decisions this is this is too fast and you need to make them realize well how long have you had this goal for it's not a fast decision 
if you've been wanting to become more fit for the past two, three years, you're so close to making this decision today in order for you to switch your life. So it's not a fast decision. You're thinking about this all the time. They're not gonna go, they're not gonna go home and sit down and meditate and think about uh, whether or not they would want to come to jujitsu. They're gonna go, they're gonna go out, uh, drive their car, and then forget all about all about this up until they put on their uh, shirt that they really want to wear, see that they don't look good in it because maybe they're fat. And now that becomes a reminder of them saying, wow, I should have, uh, I should have joined jujitsu. I should have joined this workout program. I should have done this. I should have done that. And it becomes just regret. So you need to see that for what it is. They're trying to fix themselves uh, because they think something is missing or something is broken. They came there for a reason. And if that reason is clear and concise in the beginning, if you drill down to them exactly the reason why they're there, a lot of people, when they come in, right? Uh, you ask them, oh yeah, so uh, why are you here? Uh, what can I help you with? And all they say is, oh, I just want to take a look at this program. That's a obstacle right away. That's a, that's a smokescreen for the real reason why they're there. They're there because they're unfit. They're there because they're unhealthy. They're there because they're fat. They're not there because they want to check out a program. They're there to see if this is the answer to the problem that they're facing. That's the reason why they're there. And you need to recognize this as a coach. And you need to help them, again, just confront this decision they're about to make. So again, what they're doing, what they're going to do now is they're going to be trying to, they're going to try to avoid now confronting themselves. Because when you confront yourself, it's very uncomfortable. Because now you're talking about your insecurities. You're talking about your, where you're lacking. You're talking about what you want and the reason why you're not there yet. That can be, that can be a very uncomfortable conversation to have. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it on the spot. They, and they're not used to people helping them make it, uh, helping them explore their minds in this way. So as a coach, you need to help, uh, you need to help them in, in that regard. So again, they're going to start saying, oh, it's, uh, it's, too, it's too much of a fast decision. Again, you just need to let them know it's not a fast decision. It may seem like a fast decision, but they've been thinking about this goal for a long, long time. And this may, then this, you know, what if, you know, what if, again, if, what if all this does is get you fit? What if all this does is get you slightly towards your goal? Would that be worth it? And if their answer is yes, then sign here. If their answer is no, then clearly it's not for them. But you need to help these people make decisions. You need to help them see if it's for them or if it's not for them. It doesn't take three days for you to make a decision. You're going to make that decision anyways. They're, you're going to come across so many different excuses. They're going to talk about, they're going to talk about uh, their, financials, uh, their financial situation. They're going to talk about their time. They don't have enough time. People, people have time. <laughs> people have time. It's not that they don't have time. It's that they don't see this as a priority. So that's what they're saying, especially when they say they don't have time, right? So if they're, again, if their goal is to get fit, they need to switch their priorities because they're trying to adapt a new sense of self. They're trying to become a different person. 
So I wanted to talk to you guys, uh, professors uh, and gym owners, just so that this can shed a little bit of light on why these people are the way they are when they come in. Why these people come in there and right away um, you try to sign them up and they just have this barrage of excuses and it's very hard to navigate uh, yourself towards all these objections and all these obstacles that they put, it, uh, put out, all these smoke screens that these new potential students put out so that they don't have to confront themselves. What you're, again, what you're doing as a coach, your first job is to coach them. And what you need to do, again, is just to help them make the decision that will be best for them. And it's okay to be confrontational. So don't be afraid to have these hard conversations with these new potential students. And heck, you're, uh, you should have these conversations as well with your current student base, just so that they don't, they don't give up on their fitness goals. They don't get, so they don't give up on their journeys because all these people are in your gym for a reason. And you're there for a reason as well. And that reason is for you to teach and for you to share the knowledge and the experience the 10, 20, 30 years of you being a black belt. You wanna share that experience and it's very valuable. And I hope that you as professors see it as very, very valuable as well. That you don't forget that you have mastered this art and this art can be shared. And when this art is shared properly, it leads to amazing things. So I hope this served you guys well this morning. And um, I'm gonna try to have more talks like this, uh, just talking about my experience as well with dealing with these students and seeing just how their psychology works. And um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed this video. I'll be um, making more, again, I'll be making more videos like this. So stay tuned, follow or subscribe if you uh, haven't yet so you don't miss another video and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.